Hello everyone and welcome back to Inside Art Scroll, where the books you read and the people who write them come to life. Today we are joined by Nachi Gordon, founder of Meaningful Minute and the author of Meaningful Minute, a book published by Art Scroll several years ago. Thank you, Nachi, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's quite me. a treat. I know this is a kind of a little different yeah, for you. I feel like I'm in the hot seat right yeah, now. Yeah, you're in the I'm hot a seat. Nervous. Nachi's usually used to doing the interviews. Yes, yes. But over here we want to learn a little more about what you do. Now, let's start with the book. The book came out a few years ago. It was adapted from your Meaningful Minute Videos. video clips. Tell us a little about the book, and before we get into the specifics of Meaningful Minute, for those few people who never heard of it, tell people what you do. So, um, as it pertains to the book, you know, Meaningful Minute, the organization that uh, cuts up content and sends it out via WhatsApp, started in 2017, not too long ago feels like a long time ago, but it's it not does. too long ago. And um, we, Baruch Shem, quickly, you know, created a, a large audience. Um, at that point, uh, we were sending out our videos via WhatsApp and Instagram to over 25,000 people. I was in Camp Monk in the summers, and I went over to, and I, you know, Gedalia Zlatitz for many years, Rep Gedalia Zlatitz for many years. And Surly Besser had visited the grounds one, one day, and we just... You know, Rabbi Dali had mentioned the idea of a meaningful minute book, and we had a meeting, us three, and we, you know, we decided to run with it to sort of take these videos that um, people are watching and loving throughout their day, and putting it in in a in word in print, where they can just read short ideas and concepts, and just um, think about them, discuss them, walk away with with concrete, you know, solid pointers. Um, so we released this book, I believe it was in 2019, I don't, I don't know for sure, but it was, I think it was around that time, and uh, it's one of, one of the proud moments of my life, being able no, to... No, it's amazing, a beautiful book, with beautiful quotes and inspiration. Now, 2017, we're doing this conversation in 2022, it's five years, you went from having an idea to take small video clips and send it out, and today, you have a tremendous following of literally tens of thousands of people all over the world who you reach. How did you go from concept to reality to reaching so many people? Yeah, so Baruch Hashem, you know, the following is there. I think it was, honestly, I started Meaningful Minute as a hobby. It's something that I um, felt like I would enjoy myself. So it started like that, and it's, it, it began to snowball, and we went from focused on creating those minute clips to um, making a few events in different, different cities, um, done really, really nicely, bringing in top speakers. Uh, we then decided, you know, let's sort of create our own platform, our own app. Uh, we went ahead and, and did that, and, you know, to date the app has around 30,000 downloads, and our, our mobile app serves as a social media that's dedicated to Torah thoughts and ideas and just meaningful content overall. Uh, whereas if you look at Twitter or Instagram or other social media platforms, it's filled with not meaningful content most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, our platform gives rabbis and speakers and uh, male speakers, female speakers, the ability to use social media in a, in a safe way and, and reach an audience um, in a safe space, but has that still social media feel and vibe where they're posting in real time, they're interacting with, with people who are following them. So that was sort of you know, a different, a, another idea that we had. Um, Moshe Majeski is, is one of the people who was very involved in, in getting behind that project. From there, you know, I started the Meaningful People podcast where sure. uh, we interview different personalities each week 
which Baruch Hashem is one of the top podcasts in Judaism. We have over 70 episodes, I believe, that are out already. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets around, you know, 35 to 40,000 downloads and, pl- and views each week. So, wow. um, and, and then off of that, you know, we just, we, we pivoted and we transitioned to be, you know, Meaningful Minute with a rebrand, with a new logo, uh, with office space, with a staff of seven employees, uh, focused on creating meaningful content. Um, in whatever form that may be. That could be in, 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 uh, in a form of a vlog, it could be a podcast, it could be um, a documentary, a film that we have coming out uh, shortly with Shlomi Zion. You say create content and that's your goal. I, uh, if you don't mind me asking, are you a business? Are you a nonprofit? So meaningful are minute, you a stuck organization? What are you? So Meaningful Minute is a, is a 501c3. We're a nonprofit organization. Okay. Um, at, at our core, we operate like a business. We, we take our... Um, our goals and our and our missions very seriously, and we have you know plans on how to um, execute them. You know we have project managers, graphic designers, social media managers. Um, it's incredible. We have we have at, just like Art Scroll, Meaningful, and it has an amazing team that I'm able to sit here and there's so much that's being done from um, our social media manager that I just got the stats earlier today. In the past two weeks, we reached 2.6 million people wow. on Instagram. Alone, that's just one platform alone. The unique people, two point six million unique yes. people, wow. and that's on Instagram alone. And um, the platform has continued to grow. You know, WhatsApp is is very popular. WhatsApp status, WhatsApp broadcast, and uh, we're just trying to keep up with the demand. But we are a nonprofit organization. We are funded by thousands of of our users. And, and you uh, solicit donations from the users? Are you actually actively so fundraising? We, we, we will reach out. We, our, our fundraising is a, a little bit different than probably the typical organization. I think most organizations are probably, probably you know, 80% um, big, big money, 20% crowdfund. Mm-hmm. Meaningful Minute really is, I would say, 95% crowdfund, 5% big money dona- don- donations, so, which, which is an amazing, amazing thing to see. Is that in the past year we've had over 3,000 people donate, and that could be anywhere from $50, $200 to $18. But we have a large, loyal base of people that love, you know, what we're doing, that see the service that we've created, and um, are interested in seeing it grow and grow every single day. Now the cynics might say, you know, meaningful minutes sounds like a nice idea, but it's a bite-sized piece of inspiration. Is that something that could really change people? Is it something that could have a, a lasting impact? Are people who learn Musser for years and years and years to change one media, to make some kind of change in their life that will be meaningful? And over here, you're kind of packaging it in a minute. Do you ever hear from cynics who say, you know, there, there's not really much here? So, I mean, perhaps in the beginning that was, you know, what we were doing was foreign to the market. So it could be in the beginning that was that was an idea. But I think now our... Our uh, philosophy and, our, and our, our mission is that it starts with a minute. You know, we, we all have, you know, uh, I think f- 1,440 minutes in our day. And um, you spend your time doing all sorts of things. And if you could just take 60 seconds to watch some sort of clip that we send out that we carefully curate and are making sure it's, it's hitting that spot for you, ultimately it'll lead to... It'll lead to more inspiration and more motivation for you to take in the other content which you're creating, which is more than a minute. Mm-hmm. It's it starts with a minute. It'll be Akiva, you know, the drops of the rock. You know, imagine watching uh, 60 seconds every single day for four years. 
it'll make an impact. It has made an impact. If it, if it didn't, we probably wouldn't still be doing what we're doing. Right, right, right. Have you heard real stories from people who say, you know what, I've, I watched something, I read something, I saw an interview, and, and it made a colossal impact well, on well, 100%. Lives? I think one of the biggest impacts um, I've that had that had a me because again, meaningful minute for me was a hobby for a little a stretch of time, probably for the first seven months, eight months that I was doing it. And you got married after you I came up married, with the idea, right? Yeah, I got married around probably a year or so. A year in after after the launch. And your wife was on board with the project. Yeah, she she, she loved it. She's actually probably one of the only people who who didn't really know about it before we had started dating. And you um, still married her, of course. That's why. If I care, so. I was reading an issue of Mishpacha magazine, and Surly Best had written a, a cover a cover story about Rami Klein and his daughter Malki, who passed away, Al Shalom. And by by Shiva, Rami writes how there was a lot of noise, a lot of people saying a lot of different things, and there was a lot of chaos. He had just lost his daughter, and a clip came to him, which he would watch every single day for a meaningful minute. And this one was a video of Ramana Sriman, and it gave him the words and the chizuk to sort of um, fortify and, and speak out about you know the issues that he think exist and how we can you know better address them. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, again, this is something I was doing as a hobby. I was not I was not yet married then or engaged. I was young, a young, uh, it's called kid. And I was like, wow, like this this could actually make an impact, and it does make an impact. We get messages. I get messages every single day mm-hmm. of people saying that you know. The minutes themselves, the podcasts, the the uh, the app, the the short videos that we are putting out, um, just really attacking and 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 working with Jewish media, Torah mm-hmm. content, you know, taking the the technological concepts and ideas and advances that existed in society, and implement, implementing it in the firm world, in the Jewish world. You know, the, gone are the days where we need to like look look where we're sitting right now. This is <laughs> this is beautiful. You know, art school gets it, but gone are those days where we need to be um, creating low quality. We can we can do so much more. You've definitely raised the bar. I, I hope bar. so. I hope yeah. so. And, I, and and since we've started, there's many others have started, and it's it, I, I love it. I love seeing it. Um, I consider this just the beginning for myself, for meaningful wow. minute, for my organization. I think there's so much. That we're working on, I, I, I have a, many meetings throughout my day, um, just discussing different projects that we're working on, and I always, I always discuss with with different donors and people who are involved that, you know, Admei of Esrim, we're gonna come up to Hashem, mm-hmm. or you know, Hashem's gonna look at us and he'd say, well, if you look to your right, there's a hundred thousand Jews that we're from, but you could have, they, they, they were waiting for their spark to be a little bit brighter. If you look to your left, you'll see millions of Jews that never saw anything Jewish in their entire lives. And if you would have just used what I created, he created all these platforms for what? For what? So it could be used for the Narish guy that it's used for generally? I mean, what if Hashem says to us, well, why didn't you take those, those, those technology, that technology that existed, and those possibilities? And reach these millions of people. Millions of Jews are not are, are not seeing Olive Bays. They're not seeing any any anything of Jewish content. And if you can reach them just with a little bit, mm-hmm. you never know what could light their spark. Now your videos are all very very positive. It's it's telling people really how great they are, the abilities that they have, 
the possibilities that are out there. It's, it's really, it's, it's a nonstop flow of positivity. There's not a lot of discussion, as far as what I've seen, and you'll forgive me for, again, going the cynic right. route. There's not such a discussion of schar and about so much about accountability. It's less of that and more of the positive. You ever get people who say to you, you know, Nachi, maybe it's time to up it a little and, you know, tell people that, you know, the, the world is here for a reason. We're all here for a purpose and we're ultimately going to be held accountable. It's not always hunky-dory. Not everything is, you know, is, is, is just fluff and positivity. You ever, you ever get that? So there are definitely um, people who want more and require more and, and, I, and I hope in some capacity we are creating more content that can, you know, fill that, fill, fill that need in that void. I think overall um, there's this new trend and it's not that old that people need to be told that, you know, you have a lot of intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. And I think you could ask any therapist that's operating with a practice and uh, we can sit here and, th- and say, well, we've said it enough already and people know it already, but I don't think people do know it. And mm-hmm. if they don't know, if they, maybe they do know it, but maybe they don't feel it. So if we can talk to their emotions and create content that is finding different ways to get across these messages, I think that's what we do. I think there are times where we will get a little stronger with our messages. Um, mm-hmm times of introspection, times that are on the heels of tragedy. Something that's special about the actual minute aspect of Meaningful Minute is that we're there every single day, seven days a week. Matzah Shabbos, Friday, you know, every, every, every day we're going to send you a clip. And a lot of them will pertain to what's going on in the world at that time, whether mm-hmm. it's Meron, whether it's uh, what hap- what's happening in Eretz Yisrael. Surfside. Yeah, there, there are, we're, we're living here in this world. We have our head, you know, not in the sand. We, we see what's going on, and we try to, you know, sort of curate those messages that will speak to you, will speak to the people. And we're not pretending that things aren't going on in the world. We're not pretending that... You know, these aren't, there are certain things that aren't challenges. So mm-hmm. we, we you know, as it pertains to the actual minute, we, we definitely try to stay positive. You know, we just launched this new podcast, Deep Meaningful Conversations, with Alex Fletcher and Rifki Silver, both very uh, accomplished women from Cleveland. And they put out an episode, their first episode they put out with us was titled Vulnerability and Oversharing. And a lot, of, a lot that was discussed is when are you sharing too much? Mm-hmm. Take social media, for example. Are, like, what's the concept of maybe I shouldn't show this? Or maybe I shouldn't share this? So we're trying to, as an organization, give across important messages from a Torah aspect, from mm-hmm. a Torah lifestyle aspect, that can have people uh, just use their brain and think that, well, maybe I shouldn't do this, or maybe I shouldn't say this, or maybe I should do this, or maybe I should say this. But whatever we're putting out there is with the hopes of somebody having that, that knowledge and that education and a different perspective and that mm-hmm. nuance, which I think is super important nowadays. Now, speaking of having standards, which is what you're alluding to, how do you decide through all your platforms and your writings and, what, and you have a, a wonderful weekly newsletter you put out as right. well, how do you decide who qualifies to send out a message? I mean, maybe when you started, you took from whoever... You could because you were just uh, kind of getting your message out there. But now that you're an established entity, what's your standard as to which man or woman or child or, or whoever qualifies to send out messages of chizuk? Or is it really just anyone who has a phone who could record themselves and could say something coherent that now you're giving them a platform to send their message out? Right. So um, it's, it's certainly not the latter. It's not everybody can just send a message. We are careful with who we collaborate with as a 
comes to our app, our Instagram, our WhatsApp, um, our podcast, wherever, whatever it may be, we're very careful. We're very careful. We want to make sure it's you know it's somebody that we feel can speak to the needs and the wants of people today. Um, it's people who um, are in line with the values and the standards that Meaningful Minute has in terms of production. Um, and of course, in terms of content. Who established those standards? Basically? So I, I have you know guidance from my, my Rebbe. His name is Rebbe Pinchas Weinberger. Uh, I speak to him all the time, constantly mm-hmm. asking Shilas, making sure that um, I myself am staying within certain boundaries and certain lines. So it's, it's very easy, especially um, the way we're positioned on, on social media, on Instagram. We have over 40,000 followers. Right. We have videos that have over 80,000, 90,000 views. Um, so things happen in the world, and we want to sort of chime in from a meaningful perspective. Um, but some things maybe sh- we shouldn't be chiming in on. Maybe I was going to say, maybe because you're reaching out to so many people, sometimes there's almost this Yetzirah to dilute what you're putting out there because you want it to be Shavu Nefesh. You want it to be something that such a wide range of people could associate with. Sometimes when you're targeting a certain audience... So then you you know you, you right, limit so yourself. We are we have a very diverse audience. Right. We have from the, the very modern Orthodox to borderline maybe from not from to the to very very Vishivish and Hasidish. Right. Uh, shocked. I was by a Shabbaton recently that was uh, you were there as well and there was mm-hmm. many, many Hasidim. I was blown away by how many Hasidim um, consume the content that the meaningful one no. puts out. So we um, we walk a fine line and we set with a lot of Siyad Dishmay every decision that we make is is having a mind of obviously focused on positivity. And I don't mean you know telling everyone that they're amazing all the time, but uh, focusing on positivity, not trying to cancel anybody, not trying to call anybody out for shortcomings, um, always trying to look at the silver lining. And, mm-hmm. and um, at the same time, we, we do have discussions and conversations that need to be had. Um, on, on the Meaningful People, People podcast, we have discussions about uh, domestic violence and and things like that, which we just offer, again, knowledge, perspective, and an insight into certain ideas and concepts that maybe haven't been spoken enough about, certainly not on a larger stage. Um, Baruch Hashem, I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to have been gifted from Hashem this platform, this stage, sure. and I don't take that lightly. I, I, uh, and, I'm not, and I'm not perfect with the decisions either. There have been times where maybe I have decided, maybe let's do this and let's do that, and I'll second guess and I'll think, you know what, maybe that wasn't the smartest move, maybe mm-hmm. taking a stance on this isn't the best, um, but nobody's perfect, you know, uh, it's, a learning, it's a learning experience, but we are just, um, when I say we, it's my staff, you know, like I, I, uh, I'm one man, but one man can't do the work that needs to be done for uh, the hundreds of thousands of people that we reach. Now, so. Meaningful People podcast you mentioned, which so many people enjoy, you mentioned tens of thousands of people watching. One thing that I wanted to ask you about is on this program, Inside Art Scroll, since we started, I've gotten mixed messages from people as far as the length of the episode. Some people tell me, I love when it's long, you really get into the kishkis of the interviewee, I want more. And other people tell me, you know, if it's longer than 20 minutes, I just, I don't have the zitzflush. Your Meaningful People podcast episodes are generally over an hour and sometimes well over an hour. What's your feedback from people as far as, especially the dichotomy of the fact that you're also the meaningful minute person? Yeah. So you've got people who have patience for a minute, and then you have people who are somehow making it through over an hour. What's the feedback you get from people as far as their stamina and their ability to sit through such lengthy conversations? Right, so I, my, my general rule when it comes to length of content is that if it is 
thrilling, if it's exciting, if it's good content, people will watch. Mm -hmm. You never had somebody, you know, um, watch their favorite movie and say, yeah, but it was too long. They'll watch two more hours of it if it's incredible. You know, they they'll they love it because it's amazing content. Um, there are scenarios and topics that probably are you know better done with brevity um, mm -hmm. and just more to the point. And I, I find that the less the less fluff and the less uh, warm up and landing of of you know uh, of podcasts or speeches, the better. Uh, again, you kind of you'd rather dive right into the conversation and get more get or less, more or less. Okay. You know, dive right in. Make sure you know. I, big thing I always discuss with my team is ROI. You know, what's the return on our users' investment when they're watching this clip? So, as if it's a sixty-second clip, their ROI needs to be like at least more than forty seconds. Mm -hmm. There can't be you know just seventeen seconds of a sixty-second clip that's re that really brings out the point. Mm -hmm. If you take an hour video, what's the ROI? Or, and how much of it is just leading up to a point? Right. It's important to lead up to a point. I don't think it's possible to have 60 minutes of a heavy, heavy hitting stuff. But you need to make sure the majority of what you're putting out there is, is exciting and it's, uh, and it's something that the viewer wants to see. I know YouTube, they, uh, their metrics work in a way that they, they see how long people are watching videos for. Mm -hmm. If you're watching a video for a long time, your page will end up doing better because now to count as a click on YouTube, I'm not an expert at this right. at all. Uh, wh what do you need to watch? Like thirty? Is it thirty seconds of a video for it to so count as I, a view? I don't view? know the exact time, but you definitely do need to be watching it for for a specific amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same way on Instagram, same way on my app. You have to be watching a video for at least a few seconds for it to register as as you actually viewed it. Um, do you get any pushback from people that because you're on YouTube, Instagram, and these various social media platforms that you're kind of pushing people towards technology and when there's such an effort out there, especially in the from world, to protect our machina from unnecessary exposure to these things? You, 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 do you hear that from people? Um, not really. You know, I think the people who are, are for us and want the, the, to consume the content we put out they're holding in that in that in that dark. They're in that atmosphere. In that anyway. atmosphere. Uh -huh. um, we do have again the Minifilm Minute app is a kosher app. It's not you don't have to be on YouTube. You don't and have it's self-contained. You don't self -contained. have to link to anything. You don't else. have to go anywhere. You don't have to go on the internet. It's mm. self-contained. So we do have that option. Um, recently, we we put our Meaningful People podcast and we're beginning to put some of the other Meaningful Minute podcasts on phone hotlines as well, so people really? can access. Well. Um, but but by, by by and large, for the most part. We don't have that that issue. Meaningful Minute is is tackling the social media world and mm -hmm. offering a, a place on social media for the people who are there, which is hundreds of thousands of Jews, to be able to take in meaningful content, to be able to learn something. Um, they're there, so why not? Let's reach them. Any of the interviews that you did were particularly meaningful. They're all meaningful, but. Any of them stand out to you, or that you heard from people? Wow, that was that was a game changer. Uh, it's a good question, and um, I, I should, know you don't want to insult should, any guests no, here. I should, so have, I, should have an an, I should have an answer by now for this question. It's been asked right. quite a few times. Um, I think an interview that sticks out to me, as uh, and it was, I would say maybe early on in, in this quest of meaningful people, um, was the talk we did with Rabbi Shlomo and Chani Bachner. Mm -hmm. of Bone Olam. To be able to, to meet people, to see 
They're incredible the, people. The strength that, that they had, you know, to not, to not have children, to speak about that struggle, but in that moment, of, in that pain that they went through, to decide that they're going to help other couples whichever way possible. It's, it's incredible. Over 9,000 babies have been born because of Bone Olam. Well, 9,000 babies. And from those babies, how many kids and grandkids? We're in Mitzvah millions. You know, like, that's, that's a, a crazy, crazy idea. And uh, to be able to sit and speak with people who did that, they took pain. They took, you know, arguably one of the worst cards that anyone could ever be dealt, and they turned it into lemonade, the sweetest form of lemonade. They, they turned it into such light. I, I personally believe when Mashiach comes, you know, we'll be, we'll be walking in, in, you know, behind the Bachners. What they've done, mm-hmm. what they've done is just unbelievable. So for me on a personal level to sit down and, and to just, I, there, there are a few interviews that I, I had out-of-body experiences where I was just for, forget about the mic, forget about the cameras, forget about everything that's going on, but to just focus in on what's being said. And that was one of them. Uh, that was one of them to really just, hear their story and, and see the impact they had. Another one was Zusha. I, I don't know, Shlomo Ari Gazin, Zach. Mm-hmm. They're just real people. They're mm-hmm. just real Yidin, and I, and I just really enjoyed um, sitting down with them. Obviously, I don't want to insult anybody. Dr. Benji Epstein, discussing mindfulness. There's so many great episodes. You know, mm-hmm. when I set out to do Meaningful People, um, the idea was to sit down with these personalities that we feature a lot on Meaningful, people, on Meaningful Minute and to just get you know, behind the scenes. It was, I was by a couple of Meaningful Minute events that I've made in Brooklyn and the Five Towns and I would see afterwards there's a line of 40, 50 girls waiting to say two words to Charlie or Ari or Rav mm-hmm. Gav and just say thank you or Huawei Jacobson and it just it clicked like we need to make these people more accessible. We need, to, we need people to understand their story and that was sort of the inception and, and I'm just... I'm, I'm so happy that it grew to where it's been now, and I'm very happy for what the future holds. Well, Baruch Hashem, you've done an amazing job. You've taken a dream, and you've brought it to fruition. And it sounds, from what you said before, that you're really only getting warmed up. You're just getting started. Yeah. You have, you have more ideas, and you're using your creativity to spread positive messages, to spread messages about Hashem, about mitzvahs, about Avedis Hashem. So... I just want to wish my humble bracha. Keep doing what you're doing. Amazing. Keep inspiring people. You're doing a wonderful job. And Kali uh, will continue to benefit from your creativity. Oh, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I, I'm very humbled to be in this studio. This is special. This is special. And I, uh, I can only hope to do 1% of the work that Art School does and the work that you're doing here. Um, I, I view you, you guys here, you guys, you, Tzadikim here at Art School as, as role models. And... And I appreciate that what you're doing for Claudia Israel. Thank you so much.